At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You ready to check your feelings at the door? Check it out. Check it out. This is Am I Reister or Am I Raw? We're bringing you facts and only the truth. Now, Am I Reister or Am I Raw? Brian Flores, former Miami Dolphins head coach, filed a racial discrimination suit against the Miami Dolphins, New York Giants, Denver Broncos, and the NFL for its unfair hiring practices as it relates to the Rooney Rule and all of this. So we have so much to discuss as far as that. And you guys, I'm George Reister. He's Ralph Amsden. And this is Reister or Wrong, the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door. No BS is allowed. We keep it 100. Um, Before we even get started today, I want to say thank you to everybody who sent tweets, uh, text, everything, check, checking on my son, all you listeners, all of, all, all of that. Um, we'll give you guys an update as soon as possible. He seems to be doing a lot better. Still got some challenges we're going through, but I wanted to thank you guys. I mean, hundreds of people reached out to me and I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. You know, it's hard in this tough time. And, you know, we haven't been able to put out as much content either. So I know that you guys are, you know, but we are back. Um, so but we'll, we'll start today, though, Ralph, with the Brian Flores situation. And when this came out, 
this was an absolute shocker because he's still in the the running for a bunch of coaching jobs and most people would not be willing to go full scorched earth when they still may get a job for the advancement of other people and other coaches. And he took that route and I appreciate him for it. And I think it takes somebody like this to do it, even though that this is going to be a very difficult lawsuit to, to win and then there's the question of what can you win? So when you first heard about it, what were your thoughts? I was shocked because the the very first thought that came to my mind is Brian Flores will never coach again. That was the first thought yep. that I had. Now, there's a chance that Brian Flores would never have been head coach ever again anyway, because that is kind of the way that that some of these things work that that if you get one chance the the odds that you're going to get a second one seem to actually depend on the the hue of your your skin i mean because we have been talking all off season about dan quinn getting another chance yeah right after spending some time as a as a, a coordinator and so um but at least he took a team to the super bowl i mean josh josh mcdaniels just got the raiders job after failing in Denver, taking yeah. the Indianapolis job, and then say, "Oh yeah, nah, nah, I'm I'm untaking it." People are saying that Matt Rule would be a great fit for the prestigious University of Michigan after two five win seasons as head coach of Carolina. And so, um, I don't know. This is something that we've talked about for a really long time. It's very clear where we stand on this: is that there has been a lack of an explanation for the quick trigger on blackhead coaches and the lack of opportunities for, for blackhead coaches for as long as football has existed. That is the angle that this show is, is coming from. And it's, it's less of like a, we're not on a crusade. We're looking for explanations. Yeah. And this is something that black folks, because I get asked this when I go on shows, I know other black coaches do, uh, you, you know, black writers and opinionists and analysts. How are we supposed to have the answer to a question that we didn't create the problem for? Right. And and the biggest question is this is so I guess the best way to do this is play kind of devil's advocate. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll throw out some of the opposing thoughts of this and then we will answer them. So one of the things that people consistently say is, well, don't NFL teams want to win? They hire the they try to hire the best man for the job. So how can you accuse racism or some subconscious bias when their whole goal is to try to hire the best man for the job? Right. Now, when I hear that, I say, yes, you are right. They are trying to hire the best man for the job. But there is an issue with that because they don't know what the best man looks like. Because the majority of these people, the owners, come from business backgrounds, right? Right. And a majority of them don't come from football backgrounds And then they kind of meddle in the football business when it comes to hiring general managers, hiring head coaches. 
instead of letting football people handle those things. So, and most owners don't know what they're looking for when it comes to coaches. They don't know whether they want a former head coach, first time head coach, um, a guy who is a defensive guy. Should he have been a coordinator? Like they don't write down criteria and say, here is what I'm looking for. They're like, Ooh, that name sounds, sounds cool. I heard that from my buddy or they hire search firms who look, who are mainly white people who come up with the candidates names and truth be told, we all, whether you're black, white, red, green, purple, what, whatever, or whatever your skin color or your race or, or your nationality, whatever, Ralph, I think that we usually feel comfortable with people who have more of a shared experience with us and owners, the majority of them are, are old white men, except for shot shot Khan. And then that's, there are some women who are in charge depending on the situations. Uh, but the majority of them, they look at these young coaches and they're like, Oh, that reminds me of my grandson. That reminds me of my brother. That reminds me of my nephew, my, you know, and those are the people that they relate to and they don't have that same initial connection with people that are not from a shared background. And I think that that's why they quote unquote feel comfortable sometimes with other people that sometimes it's not just direct racism. It's just an unconscious bias that you have to find a way to break from. I could not agree more. And what people need to understand is that unconscious bias is sometimes unconscious preference. Right? Yeah. When you when you go to where you lived as a child, there's no explanation for it at all. But some of the neighborhoods give you a warm, fuzzy feeling. Some of the restaurant food, even though it's just average restaurant food, tastes better because of nostalgia. Now, think about that in the context of not this person reminds me of my grandson, but this person reminds me of all the leaders that I saw in my life growing up. Yep. Leaders in business, leaders in real estate, leaders um, in uh, academic settings. And then as they progress in athletics, leaders in athletics, everything that they have seen, the overwhelming majority of which white and male. And the reason for that at one point in history was a lot more nefarious than it is at this point in history. We can agree with that. But when you say that somebody reminds you of your grandson, that's one thing. When you say somebody reminds you of your father or your first boss or your uh, first professor or the person who sold you your first house or the person you went in with on your first business deal, like those, th- that type of nostalgia, that type of, of uh, subconscious preference is what results in a bias. Sometimes it is not uh, what you don't like deep down inside. Sometimes it's about what you like because it's the only thing that was ever made room for. And you, you do have to ha- put in some type of effort to get outside of that circle. You only know who you know. Yep. And we, we and there's there's a ton of factors that come into this and 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 one that you know that we've pointed out repeatedly is that uh they seem to only hire from the offensive side of the ball. 
you know, for the most part. A lot of black head coaches, both in college and pros, came from the defensive side of the ball. Yes. Right. And then the rules that uh, in the NFL uh, tend to favor somebody with an offensive mindset. You look at that terrible Washington um, Redskins at the time uh, squad uh, that had a coaching staff that is now makes up some of the best head coaches in the NFL, all from the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, it Kyle was Shanahan, Kyle, Sean Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan, Sean McVay. Yep. And Jay, and Jay Gruden was, you know, on that staff. And so, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where, uh, where there are a lot more lighter skinned people on that side of, of the ball. So that factors well, in people's circles factor in. And then you actually do have attitude out there of like, well, I've, I've, I, I maybe it's possible that black people aren't capable of this. Well, that and, exists as well. Yeah. And then on the offensive side, they like that these guys, you know, the Sean McVay's, Kyle Shanahan's, Matt, Matt LaFleur's, like not all of them were even college players. And and to be black and an offensive coordinator, you pretty much had to be a quarterback. And now they are becoming more and more in there. So and I remember when we when I first started talking about this, maybe like two years ago, like super heavily. And I was naive enough to believe that, okay, because there are more black quarterbacks in the last 15 years that there would be more black coordinators, which, which, which there are, that part of it was, was all right in terms of, especially in college. But then that would trickle up to more black head coaches. And we haven't seen that. I mean, even a guy like Byron Leftwich, where it is so obvious that he should be the guy for the Jacksonville Jaguars job. Considering the entire history, we got drafted together in 03, thinking about how that didn't didn't work well. And he would be the perfect person, just came from Tom Brady, go train up Trevor Lawrence. Like, good God. And then uh, former number one uh, first round pick for the team, come back and make good. I mean, good God, what more do you want? What more could you possibly want? But then they're going to find a way to to uh, to hire somebody else. And this is not to say I've said this all along that this is not to say that white coaches should not be hired. Because some of them are extremely qualified, like like Brian, Brian Dable. There is no reason why he should have already not have had a head coaching job. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I think that some people, they look at it and they're saying, oh, you're trying to take co- coaching jobs away from guys who deserve it, white men and all this stuff. Like you just want this is affirmative action. No, because there should not be a quota. But the problem is, is that you have asked black coaches to jump through all of these hoops and then and then they still don't get the jobs. Like yeah. you like you tell them that they need to be coordinators. You tell them that they need to be this or that. And then they still don't get the job. Like so. And then you have teams like the Houston Texans who are like, oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to interview Josh McCown for the second year in a row. And that's not a diss to Josh because he's a cool dude. But the reality is he's never been a a a coach, not even a head coach, assistant coach practice squad coach, nothing in college or the NFL. 
but that's but but he's in contention. That's the kind of thing that drives people up a wall. I agree, and and y- you'll have people who um uh who who try to. <sighs> Some of the pushback to this, I feel like, comes from a place of optimism. Some of the pushback to this comes from a place of contrarianism. And some of the pushback to this comes from a place of people not wanting to feel like if they acknowledge the problem, that they carry any type of responsibility to be the change. Okay. Now, are there some people out there that will just hop on any liberal cause without any type of evidence whatsoever? Uh, go way overboard and and cause people to have to come out uh, of the of the woodwork to to fact check them. Are there people who want to believe that racism is so prevalent that like any uh, any accusation of it whatsoever, with or without merit, they'll go balls to the wall uh, d- defending the um, the accuser? Maybe, but definitely not in uh, not in the overwhelming amount that there are people who are just either uh, contrarian or bystanders or the eternal optimists who think that we live in a world where the facts aren't the facts. And in this case, there have been like 25 black NFL head coaches ever. Okay, ever. And the fail rate, you know, people say like, well, it's not our fault that the people who have gotten these jobs haven't made the most of. Of, of their opportunities and that they've lost those jobs. The fail rate for black head coaches and the fail rate for white head coaches should be the same. You should have equal opportunity to fail. Yeah. And, and see, and, and the, then because there are people that will say that, listen, well, they haven't had uh su- that. Some of them haven't had success. There have been so few of them. And, and the idea that you then have to be perfect is bananas to me that you have to be perfect. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, oh man. A few of them. Nah, they didn't work, work out, brother. You know how many white coaches do not work out a lot of them. Fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live at bed. Three, six, five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans. The chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So, so can you name the uh the black head coaches yes all the black coaches all the black coaches in nfl history um i'll give it a shot so um let's see art shell was the first black head coach yes. right yep. um and and he was hired twice but i don't think that that i don't think they're counting total hirings um you had leslie frazier's stint with the vikings um where he he had an interim tag and then he got a hold on to it a couple of years. Uh, you had David Culley just went one and done with the Houston yep. Texans, which means you have to bring up Steve Wilkes getting one and done with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, both of those scenarios don't necessarily seem uh, par for the course. Um, you have Todd Bowles and Herm Edwards. Yep. Uh, both spent time with the with the New York Jets. Uh, Mike Tomlin, who has been with with the Steelers um, for a very long time. Uh, let's see, Dennis Green, one of my all time favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, uh, Tony Dungy, obviously, uh, which means also Jim Caldwell, who yep. is insane that he doesn't have. Uh, another gig, uh, Marvin Lewis. I've always thought that it's insane that he didn't get another shot um, after being head coach of the Bengals for such a long time. Uh, man, what does that put me at? Like 10? Yep. Uh, Mike Singletary, cup of coffee with the 49ers, right? Uh, um, he, he was an interim, I think. Okay. So I'll, so we got Lo- Lovey Smith. Lovey, that's right. Yeah. Um, did you say Hugh Jackson? I did not say I had not gotten around to Hugh Jackson yet. Graham, who, if we're going to get into the details of this lawsuit, the idea, (laughs) uh, the idea that Brian Flores was going to get paid a hundred thousand dollars per loss. Some people kind of pushed back on that. Then Hugh Jackson came out and said the same thing was done to him. Yeah. And, and the cold part about that part of the lawsuit is, is that if you're losing, you're actually setting yourself up to be fired. Which and means they, 
no one else is going to give you a second chance. Correct. And the fact that Brian Flores said no, and then he wanted him to tamper with Tom Brady is, j- and he said no. And then on the back end, they're like, oh, he's too difficult to work with this and that. Then you get a smear campaign. It, it's, it's ugly, dude. And then, I mean, oh, there are a few, few more black head coaches. 2009, Raheem Morris got hired Raheem by Morris, the Bucks, yeah. And he's definitely, and he's the, the DC for the Rams right now. But their office coordinator is going to get a job and m- maybe another person on their staff a- as well. Um, you got Vance Joseph, Anthony Lynn. They both were head coaches, Romeo Cornell. And, and oh. Vance, Vance Joseph, Joseph and Leslie Frazier are both guys right now that seem to just continually be getting Rooney ruled. Like, are we really to believe that these guys are just bad interviews? Bruh, no way. These, see, th- these what we need to break down, what we need to break down professionals. is the interview to hire rate in the last 10 years of the of of the Rooney rule being instituted what the interview to hire rate is amongst white coaches and everybody else and i guarantee you that the real chasm the real problem is going to be shown in that and i know there's people out there that just believe the Rooney rule is an opportunity to create the illusion of 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 racism a lot of people believe um, that a- affirmative action is the real racism not the actions that led to affirmative action and uh to that, I'd say, are you telling me that none of these guys would get interviews if they weren't black? Because that is part of the issue. But part of the, the issue is that they wouldn't even get in the room. Exactly. And then when they do get in the room, these aren't real interviews. So so I guess the question is now, Ralph, is that people will will then say, well, you can't force them to hire any anybody and that they should be able to just hire who they want. I 100% agree. However, there is a fundamental problem is if you are a, yeah, there's a fundamental problem that 70 plus percent of the NFL can be black and be experts at the game, literal experts playing the game. Some of them tremendous leaders voted on as captains by their teammates. When they're when they're talked about playing, oh my God, this dude's a genius. This dude's a, a coach on the field. All of this stuff. But then when it comes to them coaching, why doesn't it work out? Well, like why? Where where did their leadership abilities go? Where did all right. their uh their all those great intangibles that they that they had, where do those disappear to when it's time for them to be a head coach? And that's what I just, I want people to take the time to be introspective and answer the question. And the answer to that question can be, I don't know. It can be, I don't know. That's fine. Do you want to know more? Are you interested in finding out more? Do you agree that it's a problem? Right. But the, the problem is when you challenge some people to answer that question, the gymnastics that they'll go through to, to, to say that Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream is already accomplished and we're living uh, we're living that dream in, in, in today's day and age. And anybody who isn't is just trying to create problems where there aren't any. Th- that's the real issue to me. 
That is the real issue to me. I have, I have an enormous problem with with the people who who just want to pretend like everything's okay, and the lengths that they'll go to pretend everything's okay is dishonest. It's dishonest about the current situation. You have to be able to answer that question, even if the answer is I don't know. But then the next step is figuring out why seventy percent of the league is black, but black head coaches are bombing. All their interviews? Question mark. Yes, black head because coaches because are that's the thing. Losing they're opportunities like, after one year or after winning seasons. Yeah, black head coaches that did win aren't getting second opportunities at the rate of a Mike McCarthy. Yep, dude. People people literally say that they say, "Oh, well, they let's listen." He pro- probably didn't interview well. Do you think all of them don't interview well? That's the thing. And 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 now the next question is, okay, so how do you fix the problem? Because you can't force them to hire anybody. So how do you fix it? Because it clearly needs to be fixed. I think the majority of people can 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 see that. But how do you fix it is the is the question. Uh I think there are a few opportunities here. Um one way that they thought Uh, would help fix it is if they added a second minority interview and then the team started publicly saying who they were interviewing. Um, What they didn't anticipate is that they, that was going to create an even bigger issue because that almost doubled the amount of black head coaches that weren't getting hired after interviews. (laughs) Exactly. Which, which greatly exacerbated the situation. And so I, I think you're never going to stop somebody from having who they believe the best candidate is in mind going into a hiring process. You're never going to be able to stop that from happening um, ever. And so I think, I think it it's possible that you have to limit the uh, ability to be an NFL head coach based on like a certain like level of, of, of equity into coaching in the NFL. And I hate that it, we're taking all these steps to, to try to convince owners to just like be more open-minded. But the idea that like, let's say that somebody, um, somebody hasn't had six or seven years of NFL service, you know, or, but then that eliminates college um, to, to people jumping from, from college to the pros yeah. or whatever. But I, I do think that there should be some type of stipulation that, you you have to take into account a coach's experience because Brian Dable, while a fantastic hire, was um, like five years ago was a college OC. Yeah, and before you know, and before that wasn't wasn't in that position. You know, yep. and I think that and and I credit him a great deal for what the Bills were able to accomplish, and I do think that that was an excellent hire. But I also think it would have been an excellent hire for them to consider Brian Flores. Yes. To actually consider Brian Brian Flores and not use him to check a box um, on on the Rooney rule. Yeah. And and there's a lot of people that will that have also said, like, like, who are all these black candidates? Like, had you had had (laughs) who 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 had heard of Matt Eberflus? Like prior to it, like aside from diehard football people, 
who right. who who had heard of him? Who had heard of the um uh oh my god, I just forgot his name, the uh, Chargers head coach. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh Brandon Staley. Yes. Who had who yeah. had heard of Brian, Brandon Staley prior to two of that and knew him? Nobody, bro. So so yes, there are the the Aaron Glens, D'Amico Ryan's, Patrick Graham, Brian Flores, Eric Bieniemy, Todd Bowles, Byron Leftwich, Anthony Lynn, Leslie Frazier, Jim Caldwell, Hugh Jackson, Marvin Lewis, all, all instead of these, all who are qualified, who have the resumes and the uh and, and and then that's not even talking about the uh, former Patriots line linebacker G- Gerard Mayo, who who people are putting on these lists now too. And now, who's the, who's the 49ers DC? Oh, that's D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and I played against him, <laughs> and so it's so frustrating when you have guys like Cliff Kingsbury get a job. Cliff Kingsbury after. Cliff Kingsbury immediately after Steve Wilkes got fired. And the first thing that Steve Kime did, and this is not to accuse the Cardinals organization of any type of, of, of uh, overt or direct racism, but just look at this specific issue. You hire Steve Wilkes. Give him the worst you, roster imaginable. You fire him and then immediately admit your own mistake as a general manager by firing the quarterback and drafting somebody else. Yeah. Who you then pair up with somebody who has never even won his conference and who had just been fired from his college job. Yes. Yes. Adam Gase with the, with the jets. Terrible in Miami. Ah, no problem. We'll, we'll uh, bring him, bring him up here. Joe judge, special teams coach, Josh McDaniels. Like, bro, like what do we want here? So here's here here's what I want to see, right? Is that the NFL obviously, you know, they they will paint in racism in the back of the end zones. It takes us all all of these gimmicky slogans. Let's put it on the back of the helmet. <laughs> but I struggle I struggle with the end zone slogan because they put it on top of and usually it, what does a team have in the end zone? They have their nickname. Yeah. Right. So like I've got went to a couple Panthers games this year and it just looks like in the end zone, it says and racism Panthers. Yes. I'm like, what is a racism? Panther? <laughs> is that a different species? <laughs> uh, feline race, racist. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It, it's, it sucks that, that now they need to put action but behind it. But now we do have to call a spade a spade on some of these things. I thought that Brian Flores filing this lawsuit and him having a legal team, which is which is which is vanilla cream pie too. No, it isn't though. Is that, see, I saw that tweet from Darren Heitner and it pissed me off. It pissed me off because half of the photos in there are women and a Jewish guy. And, and a guy who looks uh, like he's of Middle Eastern descent. So if we're defining diversity as black and you're talking, we're ta- so we're talking about a guy who does a lot of NIL work, who's an attorney out of Florida, Darren Heitner. He pointed out that the law firm that Brian Flores hired has a lot of light skinned people that work for it. Very Here, true. Here's my issue with that. It takes focus off of what he's trying to do. Um, it discounts the experience of the people who are actually, um, in charge of filing this lawsuit who have actually worked for people uh, who are either minority or female or special needs in employment discrimination lawsuits all over the place. But also it takes away the definition of diversity to only mean black. So if you mean mm. he should have black attorneys, just say black. And if you have a specific law firm in mind, name the law firm. Otherwise that's just adding noise to the conversation. Yeah. 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 Cause it's, it's easy to distract from that. That's a great point, Ralph. That, that actually, it just, it just made me mad because it, when people say diversity, what do they mean? 
Because you can say black. If you yes. don't have any like hate in your heart, the word black's not going to come out weird. I promise. <laughs> you are right about that. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Do you notice that some of the people who do make excuses in this space, though, uh, let's say that like um, the NBA hires a female referee. You have some of the same people who say she never played in the NBA. What business does she have? You know, she doesn't, she doesn't understand men's basketball, you know, or you get a female on an NFL coaching staff and it's like, Oh, she never played. She can't understand. Or you get Mina Kimes criticizing Jimmy Garoppolo. And she's like, well, she never threw a touchdown pass. She's a female. She doesn't get it. But then they don't bring that same energy to the idea that there are a lot of white head coaches out there that didn't play on the highest level, keeping a lot of black head uh, coaching candidates who did play out of the highest uh, on the highest level out of the, the, the candidacy pool. Like, just keep the same energy if you're yes. going to be closed. Like, you, you just choose when to be closed minded, when to be open minded. Yep. Like, yeah, you're the, cool with the, Todd the, Haley having multiple opportunities to be an NFL head coach, but you're not cool with, you know, Todd Haley, who only played golf, never actually played uh, football of any kind at any level, not even high school. <laughs> but Mina Kimes can't talk about Jimmy Garoppolo on TV, like just have some intellectual consistency and understand that it's no, possible Ralph, to learn Ralph, the game. Ralph, no, because the intellectual, you know, integrity is it's it's obvious because you can. It is impossible for a woman to understand football on the same level as a man because she doesn't have a penis, Ralph. That that is didn't didn't you know that 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 is the common separator from being able to fully understand football and not even though some women actually played the game, they can't truly understand it to its core and what a player actually feels like and goes through as they can from a guy who never played the game. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. Come on, Ralph. You got to understand the rules. Okay, so. I'm going to paint a scenario for you. Um, let's say that there was a coach out there who uh, played high school quarterback and then went on to play wide receiver at the um, group of five level. Okay. okay. Uh, never, ever catches a touchdown. Never catches a touchdown. But, you know, he gets a few catches. He's, he's a spot duty player. Um, and then immediately upon graduating at 23 years old, gets on as a low level, um, NFL assistant. So okay. pro- probably a guy who's out at practices, like moving cones around. Um, and then within 10 years, within nine years, gets an NFL head coaching job at age 30. Okay. What race do you think that person would be? White. Ne- never caught a touch. Yeah. Five foot 10, never caught a touchdown. Exactly. That's Sean McVay. We're talking about Sean McVay. Brilliant guy. Worked his ass off. But can you imagine an NFL head coach by the age of 30 with black skin who never caught a touchdown played at the group of five level 
and was only eight years into their professional career when they got named an NFL head coach. Can you even imagine it? Bro, that would be wild. That'd be wild. Like, that would be like some, like, you would have to be thought of like the Doogie Hauser of football. Which is, which is what some of these guys who, and some of them turn out to be good coaches. Some of them turn out not to be. That's the way they're looked at. I'm just, I'm trying to imagine if somebody out there at Utah State, black wide receiver, 18 catches as a junior. And within 10 years of being a junior in college is an NFL head coach. And his name is Jamarcus. The, I like this, it won't, it, that's one of those things that won't even be possible to consider unless it actually happens, unless it actually happens. The, it's right. just the, the level of opportunity yeah, it, it's not, not the same. And it's, there's a reason that they've created these coaching fellowships all over the NFL. To say the NFL is doing nothing would, would be a huge mistake because I think these coaching Correct. fellowships actually bring people into the fold that wouldn't be there otherwise. Is everybody going to have the work ethic? Is everybody going to have the, the memory? Is everybody going to have the hunger of a Sean McVay? No, but if somebody does, will they get the opportunity that Sean McVay got? And right now, I think the answer from anybody involved in football, you are not like not only did you used to play in the NFL, you have involvement in the NFL currently. You have roles that deal with the players, like retired players association currently, right? Like you, you know people currently, and the fact that you can't even picture it, the idea that Brian Flores, who was just an NFL head coach. He was just an NFL head coach is the one bringing this lawsuit means that the people who are still even getting the opportunities feel like there's a lack of opportunity. Yep. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like that. That's the part that's frustrating, bro. That's the part that is frustrating. And we will continue to to talk about this as long and until something changes. So you guys can always send in your comments, 818-293-7547, or I'm mad, I-M-M-A-D, at unafraidshow.com, because I would imagine some of you may be mad. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's right or wrong for the day. Peace out. Catch you guys later. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.